Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Outreach Cast. It's a podcast for everyday behavior. Today's podcast was going to start with a thought and I would want each one of you to kind of reflect on it for a couple of, you know, seconds before we go ahead. It's on everything is obvious when you know the answer. It's that creeping determinism that we tend to have that I always knew it all along that it would happen. This happened to me last weekend when I was watching the Champions League final. Um, after almost nine years, Chelsea comes into the final of Champions League and I'm watching it. And the first 10 minutes, Chelsea's playing really, really well. And I'm just like, they might just win this match. You just never know. Um, and they actually did win the final at the end um, of those 90 minutes. It was almost like a 100 minute match though. And I was like super confident and I was like, I knew it all along that Chelsea would win. But that is not entirely true. After I think the 30 minute mark, Chelsea wasn't playing so well. And it was like getting really, really nerve wracking for me that, you know, what if Chelsea loses this match? By the way, I'm still a Chelsea fan and been one um, because of my family, um, definitely. And cheers to all the Chelsea fans out there that congratulations we won the champions league so yeah just talking about this tendency that we have wherein you know we kind of feel that we knew it all along we were very confident about the result but that's not entirely true if you would have asked me in those first 30 minutes or first 45 minutes would chelsea win i would say it's like still like a 40 60 chance when 40 percent chelsea might win and 60 percent the other team might um and then as the kind of match progressed and till the last moment, I was just like, I don't know if they're going to lose or they're going to win or what's going to happen. It's just one goal's difference, really. But at the end of the match, I found myself saying that I always thought like right from the first minute, the way they were playing so well, I just knew that Chelsea's going to win. This tendency of ours was first reported by a psychologist way back in 1975. And he called it creeping determinism that we have about how confident we were about an outcome in our past. And that's called hindsight bias. Hindsight bias is basically an irrational belief that past outcomes were predictable. So you were kind of very confident about them to happen. And this generally happens in relationships where your friend would come out and say that I knew it all along that that boy wasn't good enough for you or it could be as a career move where your parents say that I always knew you were not going to get into this um, thing at all or the other way around I always knew that you know you would get an admissions into this college or university Um, it could be in your business a lot of entrepreneurs in the beginning of their startups feel that their startup is going to fly and then they realize that it's not happened really like they're kind of very confident that this is what's going to happen um it happens in politics as well people say that i always knew that that was going to be the result of the referendum or that's what's going to be the result of the elections it happens in history where we kind of say out and come back and say that that's definitely what i predicted history would say about 
things um, in general about this country. It happens in law where the judges also kind of make those kind of predictions and you say that juries also kind of take that first impression and then kind of come back and have a result around it as well. So that is generally found everywhere in our lives. One of the biggest reasons why hindsight bias is something that we all experience is our need for closure, which motivates us to see the world as the most predictable as it can be, the easiest way to kind of comprehend what just happened to us and make sense of that uncertainty that we experience. And we kind of try to do this to lead us to have a positive view about ourselves, to build that confidence that I actually thought this is what's going to happen. So it's not hurting anymore. And it kind of helps us avoid blaming ourselves for the problems that we experience. So that's basically what hindsight does. It interferes with the learning from new experiences because we have this overconfidence that we had the ability to predict it and we kind of predicted the outcomes anyway. So we knew that this is what's going to happen. And it kind of closes the chapter for us. But I don't think it is the best way to kind of react a particular situation there are many other ways that you could do and one of the best things would be to just learn from it and grow from it neil rose did the latest study on hindsight bias at kellogg business school of management where he talks about how the important thing about it is that it not only changes how we see the world but it actually changes how we see ourselves in it so we kind of begin to see that outcomes were inevitable that were not really there before and we kind of do this a lot about judgments about other people so it could be anyone at your workplace where you kind of have your first impressions and then you always say that this is was this was about to happen because i knew that this is going to be the kind of person that he is and that's basically what happens um at many other situations it could be your career moves as well where you would be like you know i thought this would work out really really well and look i am succeeding wherever i am going right now and the problem lies not only in the way we kind of see ourselves in it but it also lies with how we kind of start seeing our future decisions towards it as well so a lot of us talk about prejudices, we all talk about stereotypes and all of those things. Those things become so handy and so easy in the future based on these judgments that we make about people based on our hindsight bias that it kind of creates those prejudices against people. Um, a lot of this comes in, in um, as my own personal experience as a psychologist where someone kind of looks at you makes a judgment oh you're a shrink and you'd be thinking things in a particular way and they become very defensive um, it comes from a hindsight bias that they might have based on experiences in their past which would be difficult and not very easy with psychologists and then they kind of start making all the future decisions around it it is a form of prejudice it is a form of stereotypes that you put um, around people and kind of make an easy assumption about things in general in the future. So the problem with um, hindsight bias is not only that you develop a lot of overconfidence about your judgments, but you actually make your future decisions based on them. 
and that could alienate a lot of different information that you could have used to make a better judgment. That's basically what noise is, right? That's what Daniel Kahneman is talking about in his latest book. If you haven't read it, please go and read it. So why do we have hindsight bias? I spoke to some of these behavioral science friends of mine and we kind of spoke about it. And it seems like um, we tend to recall information which comes easiest to us versus information that's more accurate, more relevant. So we kind of anchor towards information which is easier to us. And then we say that that's what it is. And that's the experience that I've had in life. And it's, it's more based on our observation of the world versus actual facts and actual data. Um, the second reason is definitely overconfidence in our own abilities. Call it number of years of experience. You can call it um, any form of specialization that we have that generally causes overconfidence amongst people and when you are overconfident about your abilities your tendency of having hindsight bias is completely higher in comparison to others the major issue with hindsight bias is that it prevents us to learn from past experiences we basically say i always knew that this is what's going to happen so we never learn from it or we never figure out what was our failure uh, towards it. And that's when people say that, you know, most successful people are those that have been resolute in the face of failures. They don't say that I always knew this is going to happen. Um, they always say that, yes, the failure happened. I experienced it. It was tough. It was hard. But I moved on with it with few key learnings. And that's what happens even in hindsight um, bias. If we have to tackle it, um, these behavioral scientists people say that you know there are different ways to do it. But two things that we all need to always remember is that we cannot let the outcome influence our perception um, of the events and our predictions towards them. Can't do it. We need to focus on the processes versus the outcomes and then failures, successes all become our learnings. So we need to trust the process and not the result that comes out of it. Like your process of making that prediction, that's what you need to trust rather than, yes, I told you the outcome just happened and I knew it all along. The second thing and very interestingly is um, these psychologists, these behavioral scientists talk about documenting things as they happen, which is really, really interesting. I don't know how much, how many of us do journal writing. If you do a journal writing on a project that you're working on, you would realize that, you know, your thoughts in the initial phases about the project actually completing um, might not be very high on confidence. It kind of grew into more confidence as every day progressed, every phase as they progressed. So document things as they happen versus at the end where you kind of put down your entire experience and with a lot of confidence say that you knew it all along. Certain thoughts that we need to keep in mind to avoid hindsight bias or our tendency of looking back in the rearview mirror is that Future is not predictable. If everyone could predict future, there would definitely be one person who would be wrong. So always remember that one person could be you. 
so future is not always predictable second make decisions based on what data says what exactly facts says versus what you think at times intuition just doesn't work but data does third don't revise the odds of your predictions you know we have this tendency where we like um, like at the beginning of this podcast i spoke about um, my mm, confidence levels when chelsea was winning the champions league last week and i i was thinking that you know they might win it they might draw it you just never know they might lose it at penalty shootouts you know it was so 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 nerve nerve-wracking but at the end of the match when they actually won the series won the champions league um that conviction that comes with it i actually thought they were playing really well so yeah they they won you know don't revise don't go back and revise your odds of your predictions based on the outcomes that happens you predicted you thought it would happen but how with what conviction you did it you just never know next always lay a plan of action before starting any initiative we all tend to kind of avoid to have a plan of action so we keep going ahead and keep doing what we are doing without having a pre-planned action plan for ourselves and then the last point always consider alternatives if what you thought happened happened but what were the other alternatives that could have happened for me if manchester city won what would happen what would i say to myself or if chelsea won but not with that kind of confidence that i had in it what would have happened then so it's all about that um like even if you did make a mistake at least now we all would see what options were and then make adjustments to do better um and to consider them all in the future decision making process so always think about those adjustments those alternatives those uh different ways of doing things really I would like to end this conversation with this thought by a Danish philosopher who says life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards so don't be so hard on yourself This is one message that I would like each of my listeners to take it forward and just go and share it with as many people as they can in today's times because we all are looking back and thinking i wish i had done this differently um and we are living in our past rather than living in today and that's that's basically what's happening um in this time and i would also like to remind all my listeners that please come and join the ask twice initiative where i'm requesting each one of you to reach out to a friend acquaintance family member and just ask how they are doing and ask this question twice because the first time they might think it's just a courtesy ask and they might just respond that they are all right but when you ask this question the second time around um they might see that you're kind of creating 
a very very safe space for them to come out and talk to you about whatever stresses um whatever um worries they, they that they might have so ask twice everyone until the next week take care bye